This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to go prop shopping. Been a while since we've done this here on BetQL Daily. Joe OJG, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app. Check us out also on the uh, BetQL network. Follow the show on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. We'll go prop shopping in a moment. 20 minutes from now, we'll check in with Sean Zarillo from the Action Network, see what he has cooking up in the awards market and MLB futures. He's always on top of it. And we will wrap with lightning bets uh, later on this hour, 1140 Eastern time every single day here on BetQL Daily. What I think is sort of a big deal, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Uh, just something new in the sports betting space. And we seem to have news every single day. Uh, one of your uh, big hitters, they've announced that they're trying to get live betting to a point where you're going to be allowed to place in-game wagers. We all know that. That already happens. But now in-game wagers on the next pitch, the next snap in football, uh, pitch for Major League Baseball, you know, NBA, maybe next possession, I, I'm kind of torn on this. I don't know that this is going to take off in the U.S. because I've been hearing from people from years and years how live betting is it. That's going to take over because it happened in Europe. It's going to happen in the States. I don't know about you guys, but most people that I talk to about betting and what we do on this show, it's all pregame stuff. And sometimes you'll make a halftime play or you'll jump on something in the middle of a baseball game if you're if you're watching. But I just it just feels like live betting has not taken taken off to the point that a lot of executives thought that it would, Joe. Yeah, what's interesting from my perspective is and I, I realize the, the way I watch games is different than the way you guys might watch games or our listeners. But typically, I watch games with the DVR and I will pause, I will go back, I will start a minute too late. Sometimes I, I can't watch the game live. Like, you know, the, the Super Bowl I'm watching live, but like for most mm-hmm. games I'm not. So this would be hard for me to do most nights um, just because I, I don't watch sports like that. I like to go back and we rewatch something. But if you, you know, this is, seems to be for the person that literally watches with two screens, right? That is watching live and has the phone in their hands. That's who this is for because they, that's who could participate in this. I, I don't know if I would, but it is kind of interesting. If you feel like, man, they're getting a stop on third down. You got it. You could do it. Or, you know, your team's offensive coordinator, so well like i i know his tendencies i know what he's going to do here uh maybe some betters would feel that they have the advantage with their favorite Mm -hmm. team yeah i think for me kind of like along the same lines as what joe g was saying like i would just have to sort of create a new habit about how i'm watching games and keeping that in mind and just start doing it because right now that's just not what i've been doing but i feel like there's a lot of excitement and a little bit entertainment like the entertainment value goes up a little bit more when you're like all right Let's get in on this. Let's go. <laughs> well, and we've all been there where, okay, you place a pregame bet. Well, that's dead. All right. What am I going to yeah. do the next three hours? That's am I really going to hang it's around like, in this game? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Because sometimes you just want to get, you know, you move on. You took an L. What else we got? You know, I will also- say, though, 
it is frustrating with live betting because you've got it. They have to lock everything up when action is going on and there's a bit of a delay. So if you have a side or a total that you want to get in, like half the time, if you're looking at it, the thing is locked and you can't even place a wager. There also is an element to this. Like when it comes and if it's, if it's a mainstream thing, that's interesting. It does give an advantage back to like when we all make bets, right? We, we think about it, we go through it, we kind of break it down. We try to be smart about it. But doesn't this bring back a little bit of that old like old school eye test? You're watching the game, the quarterback. Like I think Kyler Murray's uh, body language is terrible when things go wrong. He just looks like a baby when things go wrong. Like, can't you like you're watching the game third quarter offensive lineman blows an assignment. He gets sacked. You betting on Kyler Murray, the next player, or is he huffing and puffing and spiking the ball down? Like you might be like, listen, they're, they're not getting a first down here. Boom. You take it. it that, that part is interesting. The other thing that's cool is uh, our evening show here on the BetQL network. You know, you're listening to Ryan Horvath and Quentin Mayo. And, you know, this this adds like a whole new layer when you can make these type of live bets. You're listening to their show. I think it would be really fun. It'll be interesting once it finally launches uh, to see if it takes off in the States like many people uh, do expect. Joe Ojo G, Aaron Hawksworth, this is BetQL Daily. Let's go prop shopping. We have a full card in Major League Baseball. Uh, feels like it's been a while. But uh, we've got 15 games today. Kind of strange on a Tuesday. We even have an afternoon game uh, between Seattle and Oakland. Joe G, let's start with the home run props. I got to tell you, the names that popped to me that I wrote down, once I finally looked up the number, I was like, Boy, they're all in the 200s. There doesn't seem to be a lot of value on the players that I like today. How about you? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was looking towards Braves-Yankees tonight for home runs. I think there, there could be a, that could be a game. Uh, if you're uh, jumping on the $5 dinger Tuesday that uh, FanDuel rolls out there, that, that Braves-Yankees is a fun one tonight. But I, I looked at the Braves, right? They're righties against the lefty and Heaney, Soler, Riley, um, Duvall. Not great odds, but I found one no. for you. Okay. Dansby Swanson, probably on pace for the quietest 30 home run season a shortstop has had in some time. He's got 25 home runs, 24 or 25 home runs. If you look at his splits this year against left-handed starters, he's crushed them. Oh, the uh, OPS, excuse me, he's slugging his 533 against left-handed starters. Swanson jumps on lefties early in games. You get Swanson on FanDuel plus 340. Hit one last night, hits him in bunches. That's an interesting one. Dansby Swanson tonight. You know the Braves might have the first ever 30 home run infield in every spot in baseball history. Wow. They're on pace for all of them for at least 28. It's pretty crazy. Remember when their season was over? When Acuna yeah, went down? Remember when you, you you had him and then you got off. You were like, I'm done with the Braves. I was just so frustrated because they would continue to get to that 500 mark and then just fall off. Right. Uh, it felt like every single week. But um, that seemed to be the right play. Seemed to be the right play. We'll see what I they can uh, do in National League. I've got one for you guys. Some plus right. money. Boston Red Sox under five and a half runs. I think the Red Sox are going to score runs in this game, but I think the five and a half is a little high. Griffin Jack still has a high ERA for the Twins, but for the most part, he has been pretty good. I think he's going to slow down the Red, Red Sox offense. I almost said Redskins there. <laughs> the Red Sox. Oh, will can't say that either. I know. <laughs> the Red Sox will finish with four or five runs, and I think the under will hit here. It's uh, Joe. You alluded. Am I to crazy? This. <laughs> you guys are like a yeah, uh, little. I'll pass. Little bit. Little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's interesting because that's one of the higher totals on the day, as you mentioned, and all the home run props for a bunch of Red Sox, the odds stink. 
because the expectation is that they're all going to go deep. But mm -hmm. Devers is plus 240. Renfro is plus 240. There doesn't seem to be much value. All these high totals. And I'm like, all right, let's 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 lower it for all these players. Guys that are normally plus 450, plus 500. Let's put them all in that plus 250 range. Yeah, it feels like a day of home runs. That, that, that's that's the read I'm getting, the day of home runs. Yeah. And, and I know we talked earlier about the uh, the Cease matchup, the Cease and uh, Barrios matchup in, uh, in Toronto. You look at some of the numbers. Man, Moncada's numbers against Barrios are really good. Eloy Jimenez's numbers against Barrios pretty good. Yep. Um, that's an interesting game because two good pitchers, right? You you could definitely close your eyes and see right. Cease and and um, Rios doing well, but those offenses are, are legit. I've right, got one how, how there too. One? After you, go for okay. it. Okay, uh, Moncada. I mentioned his pretty good history against Barrios. He's hit three home runs off of him. Uh, here's one with value: plus four eighty on Fanduel Sportsbook. Ooh, wow. He's got th three home <laughs> runs off him, right? Three? Three home <laughs> runs, yeah. It's a good amount of at-bats, but he's got uh, a 1,000 OPS against Barrios. How about this one? Uh, Barrios hasn't been as strong in the last two starts. Under five and a half strikeouts, minus 110. He's only struck out three batters in each of the games. Um, I don't know if he's going to find a lot of success against the White Sox, so you could find some value there at minus 110. Yeah, that's interesting, right? He's got a lot of histories. They've seen him a lot, which means they know. I mean, the more you see a pitcher, the more it's just easier to lay off the stuff you don't want to swing at. That I like that one, Aaron. That's that's one. I mean, not the, as crazy just, as my other one. Not as crazy. <laughs> no, I, I do like that one. Um, I have a fun one for you, though. How about this one? The Dodgers to win the series at minus one thirty-five. That feels like it should ooh. hit, right? Against the Padres? Yeah, I mean, not I'm bad. not saying they're going to sweep, but, you know, I I, th I think they could win that series. And minus 135, why not? Well, the way they're playing, right, the Dodgers have been unbelievably hot for about three weeks now, and the Padres have fallen apart. I mean, they're firing pitching coaches, and they don't have a rotation right now because all their injuries. I mean, yes, the, the only thing I worry Hold about, on, here, Joe. Yeah, here we go. Here it is. Here's his Padres angle. Go ahead. Go they ahead. only they get up to play the Dodgers. Every time I watch them this year, they look like they're going through the motions. The Dodgers come in, and it's like the World Series from them. The crowd is going crazy. Don Orsillo screaming from the from the booth. Like it's like it, it matters to them when the Dodgers come in. But everyone with the way the Dodgers are playing, it, it makes sense. That's a good. That's a pretty good one. We don't know the San Diego rotation, but uh, we do know in Game Two, Bueller against Snell. Which side has the advantage? Well, we tough, know where Jacob Sala thinks about that. <laughs> tough call. He stinks. Uh, yeah, so Dodgers should definitely take game two. But the question is, I yeah, I don't know. We don't know if it's Darvish going tonight and which pitcher would go against Scherzer in game number three. But you're right. The Dodgers should take that series. The, the only thing that uh, scares me a little bit is the Padres just get up for this stupid team. That, that's it. I mean, like, yeah. they'll, they'll play hard. Like, they'll play like their season is online, which it probably is. All right, let, let me throw a K-prop at you guys, see what you think. Corbin Burns tonight, trying to push for the NL Cy Young. His K-prop is nine and a half against oh, the Reds. Nine geez. and a half. Now, some context on this, because I just looked it up. He's only faced the Reds once this year. Struck out 12 Reds. I, do, I don't think of the Reds as a gigantic strikeout team. Uh, they're, I think they're 20th in baseball. It's not like, you know, they're not top 10, but they're also not 28th or 30th. They're not the worst. They will strike out. It's also a good offense. I mean, it's an offense we know with Castellanos and, and Mivado's been on a tear for months. I lean under. Like my my first when I first saw it, I thought under nine and a half. It's a big number. I agree. When you first said it, I was already thinking we might as well just do the under on that. Why not? Right? That's high. That's really high. That's way up there. Yeah. I. It wouldn't surprise me if he went double digits, but 
I, I would also lean under. A couple of other unders. I mentioned Morton. Uh, not great history against the Yankees. Is that still at seven and a half? It's still at seven and a half. I would, I'd go under. And yeah, that's it for the unders that I like there. As far I'll as throw, oh, I'll throw one more in for a K prop. Okay. Sam Long, the Giants pitcher tonight. Oh, he won't go deep in the game. It's only four and a half. He could get there in three innings against the Mets. It's Why the does Mets. he keep no. coming up on this show? Yeah, Sam like, Long is no. a staple. <laughs> This is only my second show, and I'm noticing a trend. Sam Long. <laughs> he has certain players he loves. He loves. Apparently, love Sam his... Long is one of them. Adam Apparently, I love Jameis Winston, so I can't you, hate you on Joe G. <laughs> There's something about Sam Long's generic name that makes me laugh. He looks like he's a, he's a character in a, in, a, in a board game or something. Sam Long. Yeah. That's tonight, we'll find game. out. Average name below average game. That's what we're going to find out about Sam Long tonight, Listen, as I bet on the is, Giants. Is, is Javier Baez playing there? There's two strikeouts for him right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what about Dylan Cease? Up and down. You, you always talk about it, Joe. How about uh, number of five and a half? Five and a half. Uh, can he go over against Toronto, a team that doesn't strike out a ton? Yeah, so that's going to be a hard one. I would I would bet the under on the five and a half. And you know what I would feel like? I would feel like five and two-thirds innings, four runs, five strikeouts. Like, that's mm. when he doesn't pitch well, it's rarely like, oh, C's got knocked out in the second inning. It's, oh, he'll get you five and a third. He'll get you maybe four and two thirds, five strikeouts, and and that hook will kill you. I'll go the under. Okay, one more. Luis Garcia is also five and a half against Kansas City. Hmm. Over. Kansas City doesn't strike out much though. That's the one I thing. Know. All year That's long, Kansas five and a half. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City's been really, really like they don't do many things well. They're third in baseball in strikeout rate. Um, Houston number one, Toronto two, Kansas City three. That they've been the best three teams in not striking out this year. Yeah. I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, his last start was also against Kansas City. He only had three Ks in five innings. So that would explain why, why it's a bit of a short number tonight. <laughs> Not interested. Anybody have anything else? Home run, K-props, RBI, anything hits? Uh, the I'm just Burns looking one. at the hits. I'm, I'm trying to see. You got something, Joe G? Uh, I would look at Wander Franco tonight against the Phillies, against the lefty. Franco is, if you look at Wander Franco, he came up and was like, wow, Wander Franco is, is back. And then, oh, he's, you know, he's called up and everyone's excited. He struggled for like three weeks. Wander Franco, I think, has the seventh best OPS in baseball the last four weeks. Like, he, it's it's happened. Wander Franco, top prospect. It, it's arrived. Switch hitter against a lefty in Ranger Suarez tonight. And then the Phillies bullpen will probably pitch four innings or five innings tonight. I, I like Wander Franco to have a big night for the uh, for the race. Is there anyone on the Phillies that we should look out for with any of those props? Nobody. I mean, They're Bryce, all just trash. You're just playing out, playing out the string. Hope the season ends soon. Bryce Harper. I mean, he's he's been you know he's been yeah. good since the All Star break. But you're not going to get a great number on Bryce against a right-handed pitcher. How no. are they liking Bryce there in Philly? Do they really embrace him? They love him. Well, yeah. he he panders to everyone. He like he wears fanatic cleats. Everyone loves him in Philadelphia. Is he fake or no? I'm totally, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, he well, is. He is very loyal to Las Vegas, where he's from, right? Yeah, that's the one thing. Yes, I mean, it looks like he wears fanatic cleats and gear everywhere. I goes. love that. I mean, what's that's wrong with honestly that? What you should do, probably. Right, but it's 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 he's. You it's think it feels stuff. forced and yeah, kind of corny? It's, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. Bryce Harper's a really good player, but people people love 
to fall for that kind of stuff. Like, I, I saw people talking about Josh Allen because he was asked about fans that say we instead of my team or the Bills. He's like, well, we're like a family, so they can say we. Like, uh, okay. You really roll your eyes. eyes. <laughs> Does anyone have gritty cleats? <laughs> Weiss will wear them next week, I'm sure. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on BetQL Daily. Coming up next, Sean Zarillo from the Action Network tell you about some MLB future bets that you should make. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.